0: What you mean? You're listening
1: to the UK Lock In
0: <laughs> on Sin. Hello. Welcome to the UK Lock In podcast. I'm Bree Steele. And today we are playing my full unedited chat with singer, songwriter, and humanitarian from West London, Nila Fiyanya. Now, I have a challenge for you today try to get through this entire chat without yawning. I bet you you can't do it. We spoke to Nilofa Yanya at 8am UK time and she yawned very openly throughout the entire interview. It is hilarious to listen back to. I had no idea how to take it at the time. But stick with it because she warms up by the end and we ended up having a few laughs and a really interesting chat. Nilofa makes indie music and it has a very distinct sound. All of her songs sound completely different but she definitely has a vibe and a sound so that when you hear one of her songs, you 100% know straight away that it's a Nilofa Yanya song. I find her very intriguing because in this day and age, social media is everything and that's how a lot of artists gain fame and notoriety and that's how they make it. But Nilifa, you know, no tea, no shade, but she doesn't have a huge social media following. She's managed to come up and gain a lot of interest from the industry She managed to be a finalist on the BBC Sounds of 2017, which is such a huge honor. Some of the past finalists and winners include Adele, Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith, Wiley, Stormzy. Just so many amazing artists have featured as finalists and winners on this. So it's going to be so exciting to see where Niloufar Yanya ends up. Niloufar and I had a really interesting chat about working with family, which she does a lot of, and her really unique and kind of weird writing style and just and what it's like growing up with artistic parents. So please let me introduce you to Nilitha Yanya and remember, no yawning. Nilitha Yanya, how are you going? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Where are you calling from? Uh home. Home is home. Are you in yeah. West London right now? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Um, West London. <laughs> a lot of Australians will be excited to know because Made in Chelsea is a very popular show here. <laughs> and you live right near there. Yeah. Is it like it is on TV?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't really show much of like, yeah, I guess so. But there's no, I don't know. Like, I can see the people around, but like, you know, um, I don't know any of them. They're not yeah. really like the same. <laughs>
0: we are really sorry that we are making you chat to us at 8 a.m. London time.
1: Oh, it's okay. It's <laughs> good to wake up.
0: <laughs> just quietly, are you still in bed? Are you doing this interview from just like in your pajamas? No,
1: no. I mean, um, I just woke up. I did some stretches. Um yeah, I made sure I work out five minutes before so I could, like, not <laughs> feel like...
0: Um, You've had a huge kind of, like, two years, really. You've released two new EPs. You've two in America, the UK. You are a finalist on BBC Sounds of 2017. And you quit your day job. What a great couple yeah. of years. What's been the most exciting thing that's kind of happened to you this year?
1: Um... Well, just before New Year's, I signed a deal with ATA Records, which is pretty exciting.
0: That's very exciting. What does that mean? So that means means I can just start working on my
1: album. It feels like I have a plan, I guess. And then, um, yeah, quite a few exciting things, like... I'm playing at Pitchfork Festival.
0: And you're touring Um, with Fleet Foxes this summer as well, aren't you? Yes,
1: exactly. At the same time, yeah. And you played South by Southwest? Yeah. You're just owning life,
0: really. Because one thing that's really instantly struck me about you from the moment I saw you, I think the first um, kind of music video I saw of yours was Baby Love. um, Uh You just seem to not be doing it for the fame and fortune, but just for the love, like for the love of music. Is that? Am I right in saying that? Uh, Yeah, yeah. 'Cause where did your where did your love of music come from?
1: Um just from being a kid and like um hearing music and being like, Oh what's that? And like wanting to kinda of, guess recreate it in your own way. I started with piano, just, like classical piano and then um I did cello for a bit, but I'd always wanted to play guitar, so as soon as i like started learning, I started writing own nice stuff. Um yeah.
0: And how old were just you when like, you wrote your first song?
1: Oh. Maybe like 10, 11, 12.
0: Will that song ever hear See the Light of Day? Was it any good? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. See, I um, I once heard someone I really respect say, you have to be shit before you be good. <laughs> so true, yeah. So I, I'm always fascinated because I'm musically illiterate and I'm always fascinated to know, like, how long have you been writing your own music and, and what comes first for you, the music or the lyrics? Um,
1: the music will come first and then like a bit of melody and then like a few words of the lyrics and then I'll make sense out of the lyrics. Make sense. I will like try and make, yeah, I'll try and make something to make sense basically. But normally music rather than words.
0: words. Nice. And I've heard that sometimes you write from the perspective of a character that isn't you. Is that true?
1: Um, Kind of like, I know of like Baby Love and like a few songs. Like, I don't know where this, like, it's just this idea of someone else has come from and For, like, I get like kind of like a glimpse into their life for like, I don't know, 30 seconds or a minute or an hour. And then, like, I want to, I don't know, I just feel like I want to write from that perspective. I don't know if that person is really me or like, you know, something, you know, maybe it's me in the future. I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, that's cool. But I get that though, because do you ever, when you're at train stations or airports, do you ever just watch people and just try and make up their life story? Yeah, lot love people watching, it's great. It's the best thing, yeah. it's so satisfying. So I guess you can kind of get to do that through your music, like express that. The rest of us, yeah. that person's story just dies in our imagination when we, you know, catch our <laughs> flight. But you get to yeah. express that, that's cool. Thanks. Um, so you've released your third EP, Do You Like Pain?, um, mm-hmm. and your your kind of breakout track, they're calling it, is Baby Love. Um, so yeah. did you write that from first-hand experience, or was it more kind of what you just said? From
1: Yeah, more like, that was more like, that was weird because I know there were like three stories happening at the same time. Um, there are like two characters, so, yeah.
0: So that was more written from a character perspective.
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: Love it. Yeah, above the chorus, I don't know where the
1: chorus came from at all. I just don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so from talking to you now, one thing that strikes me again is that you just kind of... Are really confident to just let your creativity flow a lot of people have trouble doing that mm. is that is that a have you always been like that or have you learned that from somewhere because I know your parents are artists was that cultivated yeah. in you as a child well
1: I don't know I find it hard to be creative sometimes or like like at the moment I feel like I haven't written anything good in a while but yeah maybe it helps my parents being artists because there's always been like a strong um emphasis on like doing your work and like what that means, and like the ability to like go sit down and like make something. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know, a bit for focus, you need to you need to you need to be quite need to like focus yourself to be able to do that. But I've seen them do that like you know my whole life, so yeah, maybe I guess it's not so much like. It's just seeing someone else do it and knowing it's possible. I don't know if it's like, you can't really, nothing, there's nothing to it. But apart from like just having to go and want to go
0: and do it. Yeah. It's just the doing it really. You've just got to do things yeah. to get them done. and Exactly. You know, you can talk yeah. about, you know, the best ways to feel creative or the best environments, but really at the end of the day, you just got to do it. So yeah. when was the moment that you were like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this. I'm going to put this out there.
1: Um, I guess like. I was, at like 14, 15, I started, like, recording demos, but, like, on SoundCloud. down cloud.
0: Yeah, and, um, and then so you just put them out and they got a bit of traction?
1: Not really, but, like, yeah, eventually, like, a few years, a people started speaking to me, like, music people, and then, like, I went, like, but I left school. I did the same thing. I, like, kind of really self-released my own, like, demos, and then I had a bit more traction, and then I did one more. Um, I remember, and that, like, did pretty well like just isn't like people wanted to like meet up and like talk about music and stuff so like industry people and uh, then yeah
0: I was gonna ask actually because you just seem so chill and you're just doing you're just plugging away and you're just just getting things done and I was gonna ask actually how did you get the attention of industry people and in general
1: uh I don't even know industry people I literally just had my stuff on SunCard and like I guess when one person speaks to another person they kind of They kind of send it around to other people and all of a sudden you'll have like 10 people emailing you, which is really weird. Um, But the first thing we put out was, um, I didn't, it was like kind of an accident, not an accident, but like I recorded um, a cover with Billion, or his, he's a producer, for his like covers compilation he does, called um, Pop Not Slop. We did a cover of Pixies and like he just self-released it on his label and like Enemy picked it up. they really liked it because they were already a fan of his work. Um, So that was like the first bit of media, I think.
0: Love it. Yeah. She like totally out
1: totally out of nowhere. Like I wasn't expecting it all. I was just like, Oh yeah, yeah I'll put it on the competition with this stuff.
0: Because I'm always asked this question, when was the first time yeah. you heard your song on the radio? Or any of your songs?
1: Oh, so it was like amazing radio and I'd um it was like a demo and I was at work and it had it up playing on my phone and I was trying to like deal with this customer at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, Oh it's my song on the radio and they were like Great, but I really didn't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where were you working?
1: Um, I used to work at this uh, party shop, like selling fancy dress stuff.
0: Cool, was that fun or was that, does it sound like a Uh, fun job but it wasn't really?
1: Yeah, exactly, it was one of those ones. Yeah, Yeah.
0: in in essence it's cool but really in reality it's just not. Uh, Yeah, it it was pretty crazy because so I heard that you have a fairly famous guitar teacher from high school every every interview you read about yeah (laughs) this guy is mentioned yeah but it's not about him it's about you um so I read that you know at school you had a great music program and then because of funding cuts your school cut the performing arts of music um, and you still pursued it outside of school yeah i had like a
1: I went to this um weekend music school instead. Yeah, that was pretty good as well. Love it. That was really good as well.
0: So, is performing arts and stuff really important to you? Because you and your sister started a an initiative in Greece for refugees in Greece. Yes.
1: Well, at the us? moment we're working it in Athens, but we want to like do it every, kind of as many places as we can. But we're called Artisan Transit, and we just the idea is to show solidarity to people through creating things and making art and making friends really um so we just like had to have different workshops we were there last in last month yeah it's really nice you just we'd to just sell some, like some friends and loads of ideas and then like right. set up workshops and get to know people
0: no, was, it's such a great thing and I think performing arts and just creativity having a creative outlet is so undervalued
1: yeah definitely
0: because you work with your sister a lot she's um done all your music videos hasn't she with her partner
1: Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah, they're called Energy Force, um, and they've, yeah, they've done all my videos to date, and we're going to do a lot more. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really fun, and it's really like, I don't know, there's not so much of a barrier that is like with another person, if I was working with another person. Um, do you feel yeah.
0: like you can just be like, no, I hate that, well, let's do something else? Yeah, exactly, else.
1: yeah. Do you it's have like a fight? Very, like, very yeah, yeah, we like, we argue about things, but nothing serious.
0: Oh, that's good. Because are you are you too close in age? No, she's six years older than me. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's even yeah. closer. But that's so cool that you keep it in the family, and that that means you kind of get a bit of control, then, don't you, as well? I guess yeah, it's a way of taking control. And, and you don't have to worry about hurting her feelings because it's your sister, and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hurt your sister. Or <laughs> well, <mean>, you can. <laughs> well, yeah, you do hurt the people you love the most. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but at least, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like, you know, working with family definitely has yeah. its benefits. And Damn. your music videos are so stunning. And they're also different. That's what I like. You wouldn't even know that oh. they're done by the same people. Oh, cool. Thank you. Because, you know, some artists, they find what works for them and then they stick to it. But you're not afraid they're to take things. risks. Oh. And just kind of – and I also find that you change your style a lot. Is that – is obviously fashion and music have always been friends and they've always had a thing, yeah. a close relationship. Is that something that is important to you, like your look and what you wear or do you just kind of wear yeah. what you feel? like it is in a way and it
1: isn't because like it really does depend that like week or like that month or like that day. And like you, sometimes you just want to look different or sometimes you want to look like you or sometimes you want to look, you know.
0: Definitely. So you're basically yeah. – you're just like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So – I heard that you're working on your first debut album, and you've done a bit mm-hmm. of work at it. Um, at your uncle's house in Penzance. Yeah,
1: so he's he's a producer, um, like an artist as well, um, and he's built his studio um, in Cornwall, where he lives. Um, so it's just really nice to like be able to go down there and like just write and like work with him, because again, it's like family, and like you know, you just don't really care. I guess, so much what the other person thinks. And like, you know, it's just really nice.
0: Yeah. It sounds like you've got a really good setup. You've got creative parents, creative sister you work with, a creative uncle who you can do stuff with. Sounds like you've got a good setup. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> wow. I think a lot of people are going to be jealous. Yeah. No, but it's great. Well, congratulations on your brand new EP, Do You Like Pain? Thank you. Thank you. And have fun writing your album. And really, we hope that you come to Australia soon oh
1: thanks and, well hopefully i'll see you soon
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us on the uk lock in um yes and we'll see you soon hopefully anyone who's going over to the uk in the summer keep an eye out on fleek fox's tour and you're doing a couple of festivals and shows thank you so much for again seriously thank you so much for waking no up, worries okay so <sighs> all right well have a really good day you too brianna have a good one bye bye That was Nilitha Yanya, and I bet you a million dollars that you didn't manage to not yawn during that chat. How funny was it? I just didn't know how to take it, but it was totally fine. I don't think she meant it to be rude. She was just being her authentic self, and I'm obsessed with authenticity. I think you do you. We ended up having a great chat, and she's just a really interesting, unique person, if you want to hear the show live, listen Saturdays, 6 pm to 8pm in Melbourne on sin.org.au or anywhere in the world. And please like and subscribe. And also follow us on Instagram, UKLockin, and on Twitter, UK as well. And follow me, Brie underscore underscore steel with the knee on the end. All of our links from the bios. I'm not rapping ever again. That was just a bit of a bit of a trial, turned out to be a bit of an error. So Yes, but I really appreciate you spending time with me today and I will see you again next week. This next chat is very, very exciting. We've got a huge guest on the show next week. So have a good one and we'll see you then. Bye.